All right. Well, welcome to a uh, late recording, or not late recording, but late in the week recording. Because I mean, what is it like ten my or eleven my time, ten our guests' time? So it's Mason from Tasting Anarchy, and we've got Will from Peaceful Treason, the podcast yeah. that puts out a quarterly episode. Yes. <laughs> For a while there, we were on we were uh, on the same track. We were recording episodes every week and then just not putting anything out for five weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, mainly because fine. I don't know. Mainly because I don't know how Jacob edits these things and nor how he publishes them. So he got super busy with work and stock trading. And so <laughs> therefore, we just didn't put out episodes. So, oh, man. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. My uh, my partner in crime, Jared, he you know, started a new job and they had him traveling, they had him doing all this. Eventually it should should end up with a lot of free time for recording and editing. But nice. this uh the last, you know, month or so is pretty hectic. So I've just been kinda shouting at the walls and, and talking to, to nobody that'll listen. <laughs> well that's the that's what I would say is like the same thing like Jacob's Jacob's work is usually not super, super busy, but Leading into Childerberg month, he has just been exceptionally busy with work, um, which is kind of rare for his current job. So, like, he's just been like, uh, haven't been able to record. So, I've just been like, hey, let's see if Will can record. Hey, I'm just going to jump on the Rollo and Slappy show <laughs> and like promote <laughs> Childerberg. So, that's our uh, primary focus today is uh, a two-time alum talking to another two-time alum about Childerberg. And for those who don't know, Childerberg is the annual uh, Liberty Gathering in Texas. I like to say we'll move to Texas just to be closer to it, but that's not really true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, It's a a fringe benefit. I'm I'm looking forward to a three and a half hour drive this year as opposed to, you know, 11 hour the first one. Exactly. So yeah, and it's going to be, so it's going to be the 29th through the 31st at Muleshoe Bend Recreational Area in Texas. It's about 40 minutes outside of Austin. Um, So big news, camping sites, they're all booked. So if you don't have a camping site set up, you're going to need to make other arrangements. Um, If you didn't, you know, pre-request one or anything like that. But we still have plenty of room for the music and comedy festival happening at Iron Wolf Distillery on the 29th, which is going to be pretty darn sweet. And uh, possibly some guest appearances that we have yet to been able to announce. So we'll see <laughs> for that. It's going to be it's going to be huge, man. That's yeah. it's that's crazy. The, you know, just an exponential jump, right? Yeah, exactly. Um as of last month, around this time in the month, so this is the 13th, so around like April 13th or so, right around Jacob's birthday, actually, um, we had basically had more people sign up for campsites than showed up last year. And like first year, a bunch of people showed up. Second year, you know, we had more people, I think, book than were originally like more people booked sites than actually showed up for the sites, but more people showed up that just hadn't booked sites because of COVID and everything like that. People are just trying to get out of it. And now, yeah, we have more sites booked than we have people like, or than we had people show up. So if the trend of people just wandering in, which is always fun continues, it's going to be huge. (laughs) (laughs) Plus like, if people like what we're doing over at Iron Wolf, they may just show up, you know, on Sunday and uh, Sunday and Monday just to hang out. So, 
Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, just kind of the, the walk-up chill chillaxer, right? Exactly. Uh, I, I've talked to a few of the you know the of us that are closer that you know have a, a shorter drive haul down there. Most of us, if we can, are bringing extra camping gear, um, you know, tents, sleeping bags. I'm I'm car camping it, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring both my tents, so we'll have you know, an abundance of supplies, you know, for, you know, that person that shows up maybe and on a Sunday and then has too much to drink and can't drive back to their accommodations. Maybe we can have a a pass out tent set up. Sweet. Yeah. Like I, like Jacob has like two spare tents and I usually have one of those tents. Um, but like last year I ended up sleeping in the van the first night and then I slept in the truck I rented the next night. And I think that's probably going to end up happening where I basically end up sleeping in the van again <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, mainly because last year it like rained a lot and I don't think the tents that I had had like a full rain fly. Like I think they do, uh, but like not like, not like a super like awesome one. Cause I mean, they're not cheap tents, but they weren't, super expensive like tents so but I, I don't mind sleeping in a wine van you know it's my colt wagon as i like to call it <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's it's funny you mentioned that weather because uh you know the first one you know uh my my little group we're the only ones that stayed an additional day and that's when that mm-hmm. statewide storm hit you know what a, a tornado hit dallas and tore apart an apartment building like mm-hmm. you know that that was pretty nuts we had to go shelter in the uh the the concrete bathroom facilities, facilities at the campground yeah. yeah and then uh and then you know of course the second that 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 uh that final night you know we had that pretty pretty crazy storm so i've already been monitoring the weather and in, in my area a few hours to the north it's it's pretty similar weather only you know, mm-hmm. a couple degrees warmer down in the uh the spicewood texas area and it, it's it seems like with you know, I'm just going to be an armchair meteorologist, but it does seem like we're probably not going to hit a heat wave. There has, there's really only been one day. I think that's even broken 90. Um, like yesterday mm-hmm. was, yesterday's high was like 59. Like it's actually oh, been wow. kind of chilly. Uh, it has been very, very wet. And the forecast for the next 10 days is very wet. So, you know, for, for the lake and the water sports, anything you want to do, I, I think, you know, the water level will be, be high. It'll be nice. It'll be mm-hmm. you know, lot, lots of water going on there. I think that's going to keep it cool. I, you know, I don't think we're going to be seeing triple digits or anything crazy like that, but, uh, there's always the potential for the, you know, storm blowing in. So I, you know, I've got some emergency ponchos and, you know, some, some non-perishable food, just, you know, just kind of some basic stuff yeah. if we're, if we do have to hang out just in a tent or, or in vans clustered around or what, you know, that, that could happen, but you know what, three hours later, the sun will come up and it'll just be drying out anyways. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's what I really liked about it last year is like the mornings weren't bad. Like, you know, given like I'm, I'm from Virginia, so it's not unhot here, but it's not Texas hot. And like, that was the thing is like, it didn't start really getting hot, hot until late later in the day, which is super nice, especially if like, if we get like a mid after, like a mid morning rain and then it just warms up the rest of the afternoon, like it'll burn off most of the humidity and everything like that. So it'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, something that, that my, my contingent is going to be bringing is I've got these, I've got this giant double tent. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's, I think you can, you're six foot tall. You can stand up in it. Um, and one half of it, we're going to be setting up as the chill out tent. Uh, so, you know, as, as you know, um, each year there is somebody who, who needs a little bit of a resting place from, mm-hmm. from, from chilling, chillaxing too much. 
Um, yeah. Uh, so they'll have a double cot in there, um, some waters. I've got this uh, kind of like a swamp cooler fan on top of a bucket thing. So you put like Ooh. some ice water in a five-gallon bucket. You slap this thing on top, and it just kind of mists and somewhat air conditions a small area. That is pretty awesome. So yeah, so someone gets too hot, gets too drunk. Um, maybe they got a little one. Maybe they just need to sit down for a minute. That that'll be that'll be something set up. You know, get through this, maybe some of the hottest parts of the day. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like the the first day um, with the music comedy festival, it starts at three and it's going to go to like I I think it's three to nine thirty is our planned time for now. Um, but like over at Muleshoe, they've got you know like. Um, kind of pavilion not like a pavilion necessarily but plenty of shade and stuff like that and then with the covid restrictions basically being non-existence in texas as long as iron wolf isn't you know for choosing to be more cautious than they're legally required to be um they do have like an air-conditioned area inside and you know just things like that plus we're going to be out there on a on a Saturday, unlike last year where we were out there on a Sunday, which really restricted their ability to use their full facility because of the, like the liquor laws out in Texas, which is the one thing that always makes me laugh. You can't like sell <laughs> bottles. So like they had a couple areas that they normally have open, um, closed last year. And this year we'll be out there when those should be open too. So plus, I mean, it's a, it's going to be like kind of a long, not a longish event out there, but, um, you know, you can leave, come back, go, you know, go down to the, you know, take a drive out, especially like, cause we're going to shuttle people who want to stay for the whole thing, um, with the wine van. And for those who don't, then we're just going to recommend that like they drive themselves. So that way, you know, maybe they can pop back or like people can get a ride back and then go swimming for a little bit and then come back out as, as the night progresses, you know, cause it's like at that point it shouldn't begin like the last hour, hour and a half of it should be kind of dark. Whereas, um, the rest of it should be kind of with the daylight. So plenty of time to get out there, see the, uh, bands and stuff like that and the comedy that we're going to have. So that's going to be pretty, pretty darn sweet and have a new challenge. So I, I do kettlebells as my primary exercise. So I'm ordering a new kettlebell, but I'm having it shipped to Jacob. So hmm. I'm going to have a 35 pounder out there. So I'll be doing goofy stuff with the kettlebell, um, in the mornings just for my own personal exercise. But for those who liked kettlebells or want to play with a kettlebell, there'll be one out there too, which is just kind of one of those only at Childerberg. <laughs> look, look at the exercise equipment we brought. So that'll be fun. Man, Jacob's yeah. delivery people are just just hating him. You, you're sending you're you got a kettlebell getting delivered to his door. He gets like <laughs> bushes and trees delivered. And <laughs> man, that that guy, his regular delivery driver, just get a, a daily workout there. Yeah, well, it's funny because like I the I've got a 35 pounder that I bought I think locally. I can't remember, but I have a 53 pounder that I did buy online. So. <laughs> The delivery guy, the UPS guy at my work was so mad. <laughs> he's like, what is in this box? And I opened it up and he's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it was just like a Kettlewell Kings, like 53 pounds. So it's like a, yeah. So like, I, it was funny because people were walking around the office with it going like, what are you going to do with this? And I was like, I'm going to work out. Just <laughs> couldn't understand. So not getting a full 53 pounder delivered this time, but yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. And then, um, I've been meaning to ask, are we going to try to do a wiffle ball tournament this year? All right. So I, I don't think I'm bringing all the gear. Um, mm -hmm. I'll probably bring a bat and a few balls to, to mess around with, you know, 
the what afternoon we tried to get playing last year it was so windy um, yeah which was that i can't remember if that was before the storm blew through or after but it was just so windy wiffle ball it, it's not like a normal ball game that the you, yeah it's, it's almost unplayable if you're over like a slight breeze five miles an hour yeah yeah yeah. and so and the wind wasn't like that was the thing is like we as soon as we started pulling people together the wind picked up i think it rained and then by the time the wind had dropped down it was like getting too dark it was weird because it was like a you know build up for the wind rain and then build down so Mm -hmm. yeah so I'll, i'll have a bat and some balls and then you know we know as you know there's plenty of room out there and we can mm-hmm. we can throw it around uh as far as like the like the pitch back and all that stuff i don't i don't know if i'm gonna have room we're we're bringing a couple cars down but with all the extra tents and everything we're bringing i'm, I'm not sure i'm gonna pack that all in or not yeah that makes that makes sense like especially because like all right so who all, like who all's coming down with you um right now it's just be my my dog is coming with me um mm-hmm. my my wife is driving herself separate she's only staying one night she's also i think she's gonna be arriving to iron wolf a little bit later because her and uh and another friend of ours spouse they're gonna go to some i'm, I'm still not even sure what it is but it's some brewery or just another distillery that's on the way and they're gonna stop <laughs> for some some uh some photo op or something on the way so gotcha they've got that going on. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll have, you know, pretty full, but then most of the stuff I bring is going to be stuff that gets set up. because I'll also be sleeping in my vehicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think I saw some people mentioning dogs, you know, I'll bring my dog. She'll be on a leash mm-hmm. or, or tied out to a tree. Um, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it's allowed just to have dogs running loose. Last year we did take her to this distillery so that we, I know that is allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, you know, we'll, we'll probably bring, you know, the stuff for her, like, you know, a water bowl. Um, actually got her a little life jacket and kind of to be monitoring that, you know, the animals, mm-hmm. some, some are better attuned to just hanging out outdoors and compared to some others. So that's why I think we're just gonna do the one night and then my wife will be taking the dog back home. You know, I don't, I don't think sense. I could do yeah. a, th- a two or three day camp with her. That'd just be a little too much. Yeah. Not, not in the Texas heat. I mean, if we were much further North, I think, you know, I mean, you guys have done it before. So, um, but yeah, there, yeah. So they, my understanding is, yeah, dogs dogs are allowed no issue. Um, if your dog's not good, not on a leash, obviously bring some tethering equipment. Um, I forget his name. He was a super nice guy. He had his Rottweiler out last year, and he had her on a leash the entire time. But that dog didn't need to be on a leash. She was, you know, right where <laughs> she should be the whole time. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my, you know, mine's just a hassle to have on a leash. But uh, I do have my <laughs> little tie. I'm, you know, tired of the the bumper of the car and she'll, yeah. she'll want to go around and, and see things and she does like beer. So she'll want to sample a few of the beers as well. Yeah. She'll want to give everybody kisses and hang out. Yep. <laughs> it's always fun to see her, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's going to be one of those, uh, super awesome things. Cause it, what's always great about Schilderberg is you have all these plans and most of them happen. Like obviously the music and comedy, cause like we're going to make that happen, but then it's just the, new people who show up, people you haven't seen, you know, like may, that may not have made it to the last one, all that sort of stuff show up. And it's just like, Hey, what are we going to do? All right. Yeah. We're all going to go swimming now. And then, you know, you get people swimming, people doing different stuff. It's just like, you know, the, what we did the first year where we were like, let's go find coffee. And we ended up just showing up at some random like diner and it was great. Like <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> a coffee, eh, not so much, but that's the thing. You know, it was a random, like 
we must have been the youngest people, at least when we showed up, by 20 years. And then closer to when we were leaving, more younger people were showing up. But it was still just like, yeah, I'm going to, hey, Jacob, I'm going to take the van and uh, these guys I haven't met before. And we're we're going somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It's kind of funny when I try to explain things or how it works to people. You know, I I think they kind of picture kind of a Antifa Chaz autonomous zone where, you know, they're like, let's, <laughs> let's throw some soil on some cardboard or we're going to grow crops and we're going to have this, you know, instant hierarchy. Um, when, when Childerberg is more of a spontaneous order and, and not, and, and, and really more egalitarian than, than what the commies attempt to do, you know, it'd be, exactly. you know, someone's like, well, we know we're firing, you know, Jake will be firing up the griddle or someone's like, I'm gonna get the fire going, you know, someone's got a few dozen eggs, someone's got the bacon you know, next thing we know, we got a, we got a breakfast buffet going, you know, and maybe, yeah. maybe someone didn't contribute. Maybe they brought a bunch of the beer the night before, or they made a run to go get firewood. And, and it's not like anyone's issuing orders or edicts. It's just, you know, we're logical people, whatever makes the most sense. We're not going to say, you know, 19 different people go bring your own firewood. We're going to say, Hey, the guy with the truck, we'll all throw you a few bucks. You go get the firewood, you know, it's, exactly. And it, it's pretty, it, it's pretty sm- smooth operation. Exactly. And that's, what's so fun is like, well, I always end up somehow cooking things for people. <laughs> like, <laughs> if fire or hot surfaces are involved, usually somehow I end up cooking. But that's what was so fun is just, just like, hey, um, I've got this. Who wants to trade? And like, you see people trading stuff where it's like, yeah, I totally over budgeted on this, but I under budgeted on this. So people, you know, swap sunscreen or whatever it is. And, you know, so many people are just like, hey, I brought this thing with me for people to try. And it's like, I picked this up at the grocery store. It looks so cool. I hope, you know, hope you guys like it. And then it's just, you know, and then, you know, people who don't want to share, like you're not going to be forced to share, which is one of those great things. So it's not like if you brought something that, you know, just for you, no one's going to be complaining, but like, I can't think of a time where somebody was like, yeah, I can't share this unless it was like, I literally just bit off of it and you're like, well, that makes sense. (laughs) You've got one and you just took a bite and it's like, yeah, yeah, I can get it. (laughs) So yeah, no, I I don't, I really don't think food will be a problem. Every time I've done or gone to, you know, some sort of group camping excursion, even with people I don't know, I, I remember, uh, prior to Childerberg one, um, Jared and I were camping and car was, was coming through just, cross-country trip so he you know he dropped in uh we had like a a friend of a friend that showed up so i didn't know that person either uh you know by the time the camping trip was over i had more uh bratwurst and sausage in my cooler than i brought and i i I ate brats (laughs) for the next year out of my deep freeze like everyone just brings so much food so you know as far as you know putting you know putting someone out or you're worrying about this worrying about that i'm like you know just show up these things figure themselves out really easily without friction, without, you know, judgment, all those things. Exactly. And that, and that's what's so much fun is it's just the whole idea is we're a community. We're always with each other online, it seems, and it's a chance to see each other in person, um, which just they're like online interaction is fun and we can definitely, you know, have a good time, but there's nothing like, Hey, I'm going for a hike. Who wants to go with me? And now you've got, I won't call it like an instant new best friend, but you've got somebody where at least the basis of what they want to talk about, generally you're going to have some idea. And it's not like you're going to be sitting there and get halfway out and they're going to be like, so yeah, you know, um, uh, 
I think the government should take over everything. <laughs> like, there's, <laughs> there's plenty of like great conversation. There's plenty of conversation that doesn't involve libertarianism, like sports, just, I mean, anything you want to talk about, generally there's going to be somebody there who's interested. Um, and they're going to, and what's best is you're not, it's not like, you know, you show up with like one of those kind of like work events where you're like, those three people I can know I can talk to, but the rest of these people, I got no idea. Like, I don't know if they're going to be intelligent or at least have something useful to say in the conversation. <laughs> Pretty much every conversation I've had at Childerberg, even if it wasn't like some high level libertarian concept or something like that was a fun and like inspiring is the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Like where it's like, yeah, I don't have to dumb anything down. It's not like I'm hiding anything. It's just, Hey, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a naturally shy person. I generally would not, you know, like a bar setting. I'm not going to be the one that just starts starts a conversation. But at the first two Childerbergs, that's a t- exactly what I try to do. I try to at least have, you know, a quick meet or hi with every single person that showed up. That that's not going to be possible this time. Um, Probably not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, the like you said, the conversation does does come easily um, and without you know without any confrontation (laughs) exactly and and that's the great part is it's i I mean i keep saying it's the great part but (laughs) it's because it's all great (laughs) but yeah that's what's so much fun is it's just people even if you're like me like i'm barely on twitter like i don't really do anything with twitter but like you you know you hear people from shows that you see all the time so like you know we've got car from friends against or (laughs) friends against government (laughs) um timeline earth um Jared and you are going to be out there from uh, Peaceful Treason. Jake and I from Tasting Anarchy. And then, I mean, if Cotton is able to come again, like I forget what he's renamed his show. Um, And we've got somebody kind of big in the libertarian podcasting world, supposedly going to be able to make it this time. Scott Horton is going to be out there. So, you know, it's definitely going to be some high level conversation there, but I'm pretty sure Scott lets his hair down sometimes and <laughs> you can have a goofy conversation with Scott. Um, yeah. Yeah. To, to yeah. that end, I, I remember the prior to the first one, I think you guys tasting anarchy, it was friends against government at the time. Rollo mm-hmm. slappy. Uh, you guys put out an episode that was kind of a, a good primer. I would recommend people go back and listen to it. Um, is, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of folks, um, are pretty private. I know you and Jacob kind of throw your full names out there. You're you're a little more <laughs> forward there. Um, yes. Jared and I had to pull back a little bit. We had a little bit too much out there. And then mm-hmm. there's there's others. They're they're not going to want to be tagged in photos. So I would say you know that we want this documented. We want it shared everywhere. But kind of kind of read the room with uh with yeah. that is what I would what I what I would suggest. Yeah, there are plenty of people who will tell you, you know, hey, no pictures are no problem. Just don't tag me in them, which is perfectly fine. There are plenty of people like Jacob and I where it's kind of like, whatever, <laughs> like we're just out there, um, not like you know, just living our lives. Not like, not like everyone else isn't, but you know, we totally understand people who've got to hold back or pull back and things like that. So, yeah, it's definitely definitely going to be one of those events where, like. I always like, you know, kind of get on on the ground floor. This is like first year was obviously the ground floor, but this year is definitely kind of the new level ground floor. We're bringing in the comedy and uh, music festival portion of it. So our show festival would imply more than one day, I guess. But yeah, I mean, we're going to have so much stuff going on. Nikki P is going to be out. Owen Glass, which is a, a local band. Um, 
Brian Breckenridge. I think his first name is Brian. I always mess it up. I love his name. Um, he's going to be doing some comedy. We have Robbie the Fire Bernstein. He's going to be doing some comedy as well. We've got two other people who are going to go up. Um, there's some other people who have mentioned they may want to try. Um, so we may, like, what I think we're going to end up doing is for those who wanted to do a few minutes that if we can't get them up on the stage on Sunday, kind of before we head out the spice wood, I'm going to try to gather people around for those who want to maybe do a couple minutes of comedy that hadn't had an opportunity to. Oh, so that way they don't, good idea. they don't get felt feel left out. And then, you know, if Nikki P's out still, he, he should be, I'm sure he's going to be playing and making music a lot of the time. I mean, people, like, cause I'm tone deaf and musically incapable. Like I don't make a music a lot of time, but Jacob, basically, if you put an instrument in front of him, we'll start playing it, um, in some way. So there's going to be a lot of that going on. Um, so it's just going to be one of those times where, you know, if you want to bring cornhole, bring it. If you want to bring horseshoes, bring them like basically any sort of outdoor fun time, bring it just show up if, if you know, you can't stay the whole time. That's no problem. Um, bounce in and out as needed. It's just going to be a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, um, there's going to be aside from the big event, there's also gonna be kind of some, some smaller events or raffles and whatnot to help, mm-hmm. help fund the event, help donate to free Ross. Um, yep. you know, my, my little one that we're doing today or this time is, uh, with peaceful treason is I've got, Oh, I forget the brand. It's, it's the famous brand that makes like, um, stainless steel beer beer growlers and it's got the one where you can do the co2 cartridge so you can keep a beer mm-hmm. cold fresh carbonated uh, i was going to bring it full of beer I, I think i'm just going to bring it brand new and empty uh, but it will be a custom one-of-a-kind peaceful trees and growler Ooh, uh, wow. we will be uh raffling off five dollar tickets for it uh these things run they run about 150 bucks so that's gonna um, be an it's, awesome raffle it's a nice a nice little prize it's very on brand for us yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, and then everything will will be going to the uh, the Childerberg Free Ross Fund. Sweet, yeah. Rallo is going to be bringing out a fruit cake. He's not going to be able to get there until Sunday, unfortunately. Um, but he's going to uh, roll out with a fruit cake as well. Um, and again, we do a fifty fifty raffle. I started the tradition of donating the proceeds all to Free Ross. But obviously, if you had to, you know, shell out some serious cash to get there, we certainly understand if you know you're covering your covering your basis if you win but hey free ross is always a good choice um so yeah it's gonna be one of those uh, just awesome times there's gonna be like and what's so great about it is too again to say the same thing like five times um <laughs> the event everything you think you want to do at the event generally you can do it in there's always going to be something new coming up too, whether it's, you know, people just randomly getting on some long conversation or somebody who's randomly like, let's see how many pushups we can do. Like just, I mean, like it spans the gambit like of, of things. So it's just going to be, um, I would say Tom Woods's 2000s episode is going to be blown out of the water, but, um, you know, Tom has some money, so he, he may blow us out of the water, but like, this is definitely we're we're looking to make this kind of the, as we have been trying to kind of the pork fest of the South where unlike pork fest, you could fly into Austin and be there in an hour. Whereas pork fest, it seems like no matter where you fly into, you're still eight hours away. So yeah. Right. Yeah. No joke. Like <laughs> I, that was, that was one of the other locations I was going to move to. And it was, 
I remember saying, oh, will I, will I be close to Pork Fest? And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're you're in a new country getting out to Pork Fest. So, yeah, um, going to be sweet. It's going to be the 29th through the 31st of 2021. Um, so at the Mule Shoe, Recreation, Mule Shoe, Mule Shoe Bend Recreational Area, um, just going to be awesome. A lot of swimming, playing, sun, you know, music and comedy, um, just all sorts of super cool stuff. Plus, if you haven't started a libertarian podcast, you might find somebody there to become part of a libertarian podcast. Or if you like libertarian podcasts, you know, Nikki P, um, both the boys from Tasting Anarchy, obviously Jacob and I, uh, Peaceful Treason is going to be out there. Rollo is going to be out there. Carr from uh, Timeline Earth. And I'm sure a dearth of other podcasters who are just going to roll in and, I mean, just, you, you won't be lacking. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll be recording equipment there. You want to kind of catch a live recording, pop in, maybe a group thing. I think um, Jared and I will try to get a couple random beer tastings recorded, maybe. Uh, was it the first one? He'll be here again is uh, Eric from Rebel with a Cause. I know he had kind of a whole table professional podcast set up so that you know, i'm thinking oh, that man. might be happening awesome. again too yeah uh so it's if you want to get if you got some thoughts that need to be recorded you can definitely <laughs> air them out if you want to see how the how the sausage is made that's going to be that's going to be a possibility as well exactly so yeah i hope to see you guys there